0: Before we get started, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain.
1: Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer.
2: When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more.
1: It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place.
2: And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey you, it's been a while. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad that you've chosen to connect with us. And we know that you have a lot of podcast options, and we're really honored to have you here. If you haven't already, feel free to hit the follow button, leave us a review, or maybe tell your friends about us. Also. If you'd like to continue supporting our podcast journey, we recommend you search for the link in our description and become a supporter. Any type of contribution goes a long way to keep the search alive.
1: Welcome back, guys, to Searching for MacGuffin, episode 10. This is part two of the Marvel Cinematic... Method. Marvel Movie Cinematic Method. No, Marvel Movie Method. And with your hosts... George gabe and link we're excited that you guys are back listening to us talk about marvel like i said last week what a time to be alive
0: i know i would do this for free and i still do
1: yes but let's continue back last week we stopped at the end of phase two with ant-man So today we're going to continue where right where we left off starting off in phase three Captain America Civil War came out May 6, 2016. I was, it's my birthday, May 6. Movies that come out on my birthday, they tend to be awesome.
0: Yeah, that is true. And this is the first time we get hit with a single hero movie that's as big as an Avengers film. Yeah, this is an
2: Avengers film, right?
1: Yeah,
0: this is an Avengers,
1: right?
2: It's like
0: America Civil War, whatever. Um, What's beautiful about it is it's a sequel to what many of our favorite. Marvel movie is... Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. So it's mm. basically Winter Soldier Part 2. But it takes it to the next level Yeah, with Avengers-level scope. If anything, I think this might this movie's bigger than Age of Ultron.
1: Age of, in my opinion, it's uh, what it does, yeah. For what it does, yeah.
0: It's, it's bigger. More... It's better. It's badder.
1: It has Spider-Man.
0: But like the good kind of bad, like Michael Jackson established. Hmm... Because he's bad. I, I like that. Reference. You know it. So, it's written once again by Marcus and McFeely. Yes. Directed by the Russo, the Russo brothers. brothers,
1: which, like I said, I'm you know these two directed those two movies before uh, mm-hmm. Thor: Dark World and what was the other one? Uh, they did um Thor: Dark World and they did what, what you did and and First Avengers, right? First Avengers.
0: You mean wrote wrote not that yeah, yeah,
1: I'm sorry. They wrote it right. Yes. But then the Russo's, they come in and they start writing with these people Mm -hmm. and the movies are a lot better. It's magic. So I'm not sure how much influence the Russo brothers have here.
0: Right. I'm sure they have a lot of influence. Influence. And I think this is the perfect team, right? Marcus and McFeely and the Russo brothers, they gel in a way where there was good stuff in uh, Marcus and McFeely's writing with Alan Taylor as the director of Thor The Dark World and with Joe um, Johnston and Joe Johnston, right? In First Avenger, but
1: this is These four just there's something about them. This is Together, the All-Star magic team. exactly. Yeah, yeah. this is where it starts here. And like you said, it's not an Avengers movie, but it feels as big as an Avengers movie. Yeah. As important. It it's might, an Avengers movie. It is. It's yeah. like a 2.0, 2.5, it's, it's sorry. It's Captain
0: America: Civil War, The Avengers. But also what I love about it is I think I I was a big fan of the Civil War comics, you know, and I experienced the event this event, like many events, has... Wait, uh, wait, wait. You
1: were a big fan of the Civil War comics?
0: Yeah, I loved Civil War.
1: The Civil... Just... Is it seven issues or ten? Yeah, it's seven, seven. issues. The miniseries. The seven, just the miniseries.
0: Okay, I like the miniseries. I loved the experience of the event.
1: Yes. Because I, don't, I feel like, as a comic see, miniseries, it's alright.
0: I, I think it's alright. There's but nothing I think, special about yeah, it. Yeah, I think But you you're need, right. The event is, is beautiful. Yeah, you yeah. need all the other
2: issues and books... I think it's a casual comic book reader. Yeah, um, I I did read Civil War and mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. To be honest, like I'm I don't think I'm as deep into comics right. as, as both of you, mm-hmm. but I think as a casual comic book reader, that one kind of like was like I remember everyone talking about it and I just decided to check it out. I asked if you had it and you did, and so I I really enjoyed it. As like a casual... I mean, obviously, like you said, it's not something special, but I think you have more to judge it upon. Uh-huh. I think you've yeah. experienced more. I think you've read more. Yeah. Um, what were some of the things that you necessarily didn't like, I guess?
1: I don't remember. happened <laughs> <laughs> He just is indifferent. Just, just yeah, like a, no I didn't
2: support. think of, Yeah,
0: I mean, I think we went into detail of Civil War in our we'll comics it, 101 yeah. issue earlier in the show. But I think one thing that... I guess held back, the Civil War comics was it was pretty one-sided. I think we were rooting for Cap's team. Yeah. And especially because Spidey was on it. Like he, he turns er, like within the story. He, he starts with yes. Tony. yeah. And you like feel like, oh, he really shouldn't be with Tony. And then he turns with Cap and it's clear. I, I like clear, that part, yeah. Yeah. And it's clear what side he should be on. It's a lot grayer, I think. They flip it set in on this one. Yeah, on, in the films. I think they do a much better job balancing the teams. Yeah. It,
1: it the scales are smaller in yeah. the film because it's just what six which makes on it six? even more six grounded. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it more grounded, right? Uh-huh. But before that, you have literally like hundreds of heroes divided.
0: Yeah. Even then that's what I like about Civil War. In Civil War, it's like about a government issue in a country mm-hmm. as opposed to usually these big event crossovers are like destroy the universe, you know? So it's grounded for a comic book and this movie is even more like you said, small scale, grounded. Yeah.
2: And I think one of the main things too is that they take out two of the big players. Thor and Hulk. Yeah. That's true because They're not destroying everything.
1: Well, they take out a lot of the big players.
2: <laughs> in what? In the in the movies? In the movies, so movie, movie? yeah. Like what? Like who?
1: You don't have other other villains that you can I mean, heroes that you can't have because you don't
0: 'Cause you haven't set them up yet you or Well, you don't, have, well, to you don't have
1: to write to them as well.
0: Yeah, but what I think Gabe is saying is oh, that yeah, yeah. Thor and oh, Hulk are already in play. We've already seen them yeah, in yeah, several yeah. movies. Yeah,
2: like someone like those two characters that you expect to see because they've been in these movies it already.
0: It would have been cool to have them though. Yeah, but I think it's so much cooler where it goes. Yeah, I think like it takes when they tell the stories he's... of where they were. Because
2: that's how it was when I was when I watched it, I was like, where are these like I like I always thought like what would have happened if they were in it, but I think that would have taken away, yeah, from the issues, and also like, Infinity it, War. Would yeah. it would have been a lot. It would have been a lot more than they didn't Infinity
0: really need. War. Yeah, and I remember, yeah, it would have taken away from Infinity War. That's it would have a been good cool. point.
1: but in Infinity War—they're not fighting. It would have been yeah. cool to see Hulk versus. But they Thor. do it again. But, but well, you, but you will get to see the Hulk versus Oh That is Thor. true. That's true.
0: <laughs> but also, I think going back to what we talked about last episode in Age of Ultron, where like Hulk is like, bye bye, I'm leaving on a jet, and we're like, what? What does that mean?
1: Mark Ruffalo. I mean. Edward Norton would have done that better.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. But it pays off that he's gone. He's disappeared. And yeah, we yeah. don't know. We have to sit on it for a little while. And and how does Thor Thor oh he goes he has that vision where he's like, oh, I have to go find the infinity stones. So it they again, those two characters get a send off in Age of Ultron that we didn't fully understand in that moment that, that takes off. them off the board. And then we'll see later on it pays off. But we love I mean I think everybody loves this movie. Yeah, I think the real linchpin here is we all expect the heroes to get into a fight and then make up. Yeah, make up and then team up against the real threat, which we saw Avengers the first one. Marvel's the Avengers follow that you know that pattern, and they turned it on its head here because that reveal that Zemo eliminated all the super soldiers and it's like a giant plot to pit them against each other. That was unexpected. That was fantastic. Yeah, I think
2: it's just... I think he's such a great... I
1: I think at this point, Zemo is the most... He's the best villain at the point. Yeah? At that moment. Because before that, the villains were very... They weren't as... They didn't have much character development. Yeah. Oh, they're villains because they're villains, right? You mean like the The... robot in Thor? The tin can? No.
0: (laughs) Well, even the robot in Age of Ultron. Like, Ultron was... Ultron, they got a great guy to portray it but his motivation and what he actually does in the film yeah it's it he doesn't was, really resonate set, he was setting
1: up a vision zemo yeah. has the best out of all the villains i believe zemo has the best motivation
0: i mean not counting loki who is kind of like
1: yeah but you loki's loki has had like three movies di- that right he's the character. he was the big bad in avengers yeah, exactly. you know you have three movies that develop his more yeah. than three movies to develop his character mm-hmm. zemo comes in one movie and it's a refresher,
0: and it's and he's just so human, He's and so grounded. human, exactly.
1: Yeah. You can act, this can actually happen.
2: One thing I did like about it is that there are re- like it shows the repercussions of these big scale events. Yes, like people are losing their lives, people are losing their loved ones. Um, I mean, obviously, not it's not really the Avengers' fault; they're trying to save the world, but still, there are casualties in in the, in this universe. So I think that it it really expounds upon that. Yeah. And I, I think that's fantastic. I think it shows a different side because you really try to, you tend to forget the little guy, the the, the people that get, yeah. um, I guess, brushed under the sweep, swept under the rug. Right. Or, or left to the wayside. And they, and they do that um, with the beginning, I believe, with Tony and the parent. Yeah. As well. And Black Mariah.
0: She's Ooh. the same actress that plays Black Mariah in the Luke Cage show. She is.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Okay, you remember in Luke Cage, we've talked about the controversial con and mouth death. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but remember that his sister on yeah. the show, she takes over. Like we also have the bush. We always forget the bushwhacker, the bushmaker, the bushmaster. Bush, master, bush yeah. right? But Black Mariah or Mariah, or she doesn't like. Oh, to the, be sister Black. the sister. Yeah, the yeah. sister. She's like a main villain on that show. And then the MCU is just like, yeah, we don't care. We're, we, we like this actress and we're going to cast her. And Who I mean, is she? She's that mom whose son died because he was a missionary oh, not in Davis? Sokovia. That is not Viola Davis. <laughs> that is not Viola
1: Davis. I don't know why.
0: Well, well, so they get yeah, the right. same he, actress.
1: Yeah, she's a reason uh, t- Tony. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the anecdotal experience that kind of wears on yeah. Tony's conscience
1: also, what I like about this movie is that you see a little cameo from a community there. You see Jim Rash as the dean of the oh, school. Oh, that's right. So I thought that was beautiful. But I think the most one of the most important things that we've left out is that Black Panther and Spider-Man are in this movie.
0: Yes, yes. And this was illuminating at the time. Right?
1: Sp- you know, Black Panther is big. You get mm-hmm. me? But Spider-Man, having someone from another company yeah. come here.
0: Because Sony holds the rights to the to- Spider-Man yeah. character, and we never imagined that. That would actually happen, right? Yeah. Thank happened. you, North Korea.
1: See, what?
0: Oh, you don't you don't know about the oh story? because of the leaks, yeah. Yeah, so you know, uh, Sony Rogan. famously bankrolled the movie The Interview, the interview by James Franco and, and Seth, Seth Rogen, who was a parody of uh, King Jong Un.
2: Can we say his name? Un.
0: I, oh, I, we shouldn't say his name. Oh, before you know he what? Matches. I'm not trying to get. Yeah, dis- you, know you know what? You know what? It yeah. disrespected the guy who you know is very misunderstood very powerful for uh, by some people. Huge Anyways, basketball fan. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, friends with Dennis Rodman. Anyways, so you know there. The speculation is that they were behind the Sony hack that led to you know critical pieces of information and entire films being linked to the internet, and they basically lost control of the Spider-Man franchise because everybody made fun. Of, of where they were going to go. Of where they were going to go. So they basically had to relent and just let Marvel take over and then them cash out while they tried to expand the Spider-Man universe in their own way.
2: Was it like Spider-Man 4? No, they what were, were going to do They
0: were gonna do another Amazing, but Amazing was a critical and financial failure. failure. And then I remember, I just remember one, like I think it was Amy Pascal, who's one of the executive producers mm-hmm. for the yeah, Spider-Man. And I, it was like an email that was going back and forth from her that it was like oh we have to have like edm music because the kids are really into it and their ideas was just basically like you know boomers trying to market to children what are the kids like these yeah days? what are the kids like these and days Steve exactly. Bush, yeah then, how's like, it
1: going follow you <laughs> yeah
0: so so they didn't know where they were gonna do and we got this thankfully so thank
1: you seth rogan and james frankel
0: and they didn't even know if they were going to get Spider-Man, Marvel. So I think, I think it was Ant-Man who was supposed to be in Iron Man's team in that spot. Mm-hmm. And then it would have been like Agent 13 on Cap's team in the other spot. So she unfortunately didn't get to be part of any mm, team.
2: I think it worked out for the best.
0: Yeah. And even for her. Because she'll get a spotlight later on.
2: But um, I really did enjoy Spider-Man. And like, I saw him in the trailer and I'm like, oh my god
1: that shit he shouldn't have been in the trailer man
2: what nah that part i that part i think it's i i because i can agree with you but then thinking about i think i think me and george talked about it earlier you kind of like sony wants to sell that character you have a
0: big gun you you show it because also i don't think that winter soldier and first avenger lit the world on fire i mean obviously they were hugely successful films But they weren't Avengers level. If you make an Avengers level movie, yeah, Spider-Man sold it. If anyone, that was all anybody was talking about. And you bring them in with that, but you had so much more to show. I don't know,
1: man. You know, because you know me, I'm against, I I don't like watching trailers. Mm -hmm. I feel like by putting them, you could have had such an epic moment. But I do agree with you. You don't think that was
0: going to leak, though? You're going to know that.
1: You would have leaked eventually, yeah, but don't
0: show it. You wouldn't, like, if you know Sony came into an agreement, like, we knew Spider-Man was going to come. To the Marvel Universe by that time, so I guess I guess you're right. You're gonna sell the movie because
1: I still I still wouldn't have done it.
0: But It was beautiful. You
1: know he's gonna be there. Just don't show it. Save it. That's me. You know who who doesn't like trailers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm kind of with you on it, but
1: but you're right. They had it's I great.
0: loved it. Yeah. It was plus you get way more than you think because I thought man he's gonna show up for like a, hot a second, but you get like an not an origin the, but a that, reintroduction to the character. Yeah. And the same thing with Black Panther. It's almost like Black Panther's origin is in this movie. Yeah, you know, and you're already sold on Black Panther when the Black Panther movie comes out, which is kind of a reverse, a reversal of what the the plan or what the outline doing, was yeah. before. Yeah, it was like let's sell the character first, and then we'll get them into the other movie. That's why Black Panther was such a critical and financial hit. Mm. Was he in the trailer? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. Yeah, because we knew he was going to be. in Yeah, the we knew he was going to be. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, was... I can't remember. No, no, about. we, yeah, he was in the oh, trailer
1: did. because my friend and I, uh, we we were excited to watch Black Panther. Yeah. Well, I follow, you know,
0: I follow this stuff. So it's hard to remember what was in the marketing and what I knew, you know, was going to happen. Yeah. You
2: see, when, when I'm actually like watching, I kind of forget like if, like, if it's really captivating, mm-hmm. I forget like things that I saw in the trailer. Like, oh, this is supposed to happen. I'm kind of just so captivated by what's happening on the mm-hmm. screen that it's like, it kind of does take me by surprise, even though I've seen the trailer. Yeah. And I think Marvel's gotten really good with that, I guess, moving forward with like having things in the trailer and then taking them out that are not really there. Yeah.
0: Which you might think would be a bad strategy, but we appreciate it, Marvel. Keep up the good work. So we go from that to a new chapter, Doctor Strange. We've been talking about hot takes the past couple episodes. I don't know if this is one. Doctor Strange is my favorite of this phase.
1: I think It was okay. What?
0: Yeah. You just think Doctor Strange is okay. I think it was okay. Yeah. What could possibly be your reason for thinking that? When was the last time you've seen Doctor Strange?
1: When did uh When did Endgame come out? 2018, 19. Yeah, that's the last time I watched it.
0: That was like I remember
1: I watched them all in chronological order.
0: That was like two years after it came out. So
1: yeah, I watched it twice so far.
0: What
2: about you, Gabe? Um, it's probably not. So high on my list like you. Yeah. But it's definitely not as low on my list. I mean list it's not low on the list, list but I just... You said it was okay. That's dude. okay. I that put was... it in the middle. I think it's great.
0: No, I think it's Benedict great. Cumberbatch. Oh, I love Benedict Cumberbatch is an amazing choice for Doctor Strange. She and just
1: eyes are too far apart. Oh
0: what? <laughs> okay. Um It I we We were yeah. talking about how we get surprised by some of these castings. Last episode, we talked about getting Anthony Hopkins, getting Robert Robert, Red- Redford. Robert Redford, right? Michael Douglas. And every once in a while, that still happens. That's how I felt with Doctor Strange. And maybe it's biased, but I think Benedict Cumberbatch is amazing. Right. I love his theater work. I love his work on Sherlock. I love his movies. And getting him as a consistent member of the Avengers, I'm here for it.
2: I don't know um apparently his eyes are too far apart yeah
0: or or he looks like an otter i remember that was a meme for a long time when he became famous it was like pictures of otters that look like benedict cumberbatch Uh, (laughs) so if you want to google that have you seen
1: those cats that look like adam driver
0: no okay there's there's a whole subreddit on that that all right i'm sure there's a there's a benedict cumberbatch otter subreddit too so we'll just swap subreddits after this episode
2: okay so what did you like about doctor strange
0: okay what link said about guardians of the galaxy That is what I felt about Doctor Strange. It was like, this is Link Thought Guardians is the perfect, fresh, isolated comedy film. This is the perfect, fresh, isolated, spiritual-themed narrative. It's about existentialism. It's about purpose and life. It's about fulfilling you know, your, your value, finding your value, finding your worth. And it's just, it's about what life is about. I think it's, we talk about on this show, the driving force, Mm -hmm. the MacGuffin that moves us through the narrative of our, of our life. And this is literally about the narrative of all our lives. Like it's through the spectrum of an almost Eastern, you know, pseudo Buddhistic, you know, sorcerer. Yeah belief system but it's about believing in something it's about finding value in something outside of yourself and in something larger and greater than just the finite life that you have here on earth which i think is super profound especially for a marvel movie especially after celebrating like 16 heroes punching each other in the face (laughs) for a good reason but that and visually i think it's stunning I think the visuals are like inception level. I think when they go through, when they fall down like a rabbit hole, when he first experiences that encounter with the ancient one and just the visual rhetoric that composes that kind of like almost magical acid trip. Yeah. It's like, wow. Cities folding in on itself the fingers and the hands and the fingers and the hand just like traveling through time and space. I saw this in IMAX 3D, which was like really big at the time. Mm-hmm. I saw this at home in 3D because like your brother Link bought a big screen 3D TV. And I, so I bought Doctor Strange and I was like, we're watching this movie. Um Everything about it, I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautifully directed. I think... It sets up for the future. For stuff we're still waiting to pay off. But. I just think it's great. And before I. Like go on a huge rant about it. The other thing is too. I don't even like Doctor Strange. At least I didn't before this movie. Doctor Strange to me was this annoying character. That pops up in Spider-Man. Comic books. And then he fights Dormammu. Which is like literally the most annoying villain. For me growing up. Reading comic books. So I was not excited about exploring
2: this why was he annoying
0: he's annoying because like dr strange and magic and sorcery and like a pseudo demon in a pocket dimension is so not spider-man to me yeah that it feels completely off off the mark and it always felt pigeonholed in and there's like a famous spider-man run by straczynski that loves to keep going back to that to those type of stories mm-hmm. even though in between it's like redefining the spider-man character so it makes itself a central reading and it's just bogged down with these kind of things and i was just tired of doctor strange and spider-man team-ups all the time and like ultimate marvel team-up or in regular marvel team-up Okay, get ready for another team-up which one
2: spider-man and doctor strange and then a movie is that how ha- that that's how ha-
1: oh he hasn't watched the trailers man
2: I- i'm ex- there's no trailer <laughs> for that movie
0: oh 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 what? yeah what are you, are you talking, talking about? about i'm already thinking about the 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 next doctor strange movie because i don't know if i've established this doctor strange is my favorite movie in this phase yeah, yeah i'm already seeing beyond spider-man mm. i'm bring me but doctor strange too <laughs> no but back to the point is i think this movie is great i think this movie is terrific mads
2: mickelson
1: man you really have it up there <laughs> yeah
0: it are redefined you? the doctor strange character i mean i
2: movie. don't i i feel like i mean it's listen not-
0: listen, if Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr, Dr Strange it's Stephen there. Strange is not Benedict Cumberbatch. That's what happens.
1: Yeah, it makes say. sense. Yeah.
2: So then, what did you think was all right about it, link?
1: she don't like magic.
0: But even that, even that, the way they contextualize magic or illusions <laughs> the way they contextualize <laughs> magic, like with the rings that create the portals and that like Magic is something between science and biology uh you know it it's what we don't understand, you know, because Thor does this too, like thor they're quote unquote gods, but they're really an alien race that humans see as gods, ancient civilizations look up to them, and their magic is just technology that they have we haven't discovered yet. It contextualizes magic as not some kind of like yes, it's mystical because we don't understand it. But in a way that, like, it's up to your interpretation. The science of today was magic like 200, 2,000 years ago. So the magic of today may be part of a very, our everyday life, you know, a century or a millennia in the future. I even love that. It explains magic and grounds it in this universe.
1: Why don't you put it in your top fives? <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do an MCU <laughs> top fives. To yeah. No, you could no. put it. Just, I, I think, really, think it might be in my But MC's I think info. I might be talking my way into it. <laughs> yeah. You're talking me your way. You're talking your way out of me. Out
0: of me. You need to watch it out the stream. Again.
1: I've watched it twice. I probably have to rewatch it again. Yeah. But, well, you'll
0: definitely watch it again before the multiverse. of Yeah, madness. I have to watch it. You're
1: right. Mm-hmm. I have to watch it again. Might even have to watch it again before. Yeah. Because, um. Whatever the new Spider-Man home is called.
0: That's also true. Spider-Man. Home. Spider-Man home. <laughs> Spider-Man homies. Um. Okay, so I think I've gone extensively into Doctor
2: Strange. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've, I think you've covered it. Yeah, yeah, because I think I don't think I can have a better explanation than that.
1: Yeah, mine's was well it's okay. All right,
2: so I'm gonna <laughs> lay back a little bit while
0: we explore Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, by James Gunn, the sequel to Link's
1: favorite movie, Last Phase. Yes, we come back to Guardians. Um, I love this movie as well. I love the jokes. I love the comedy. I feel like it does not miss a beat the comedy does not miss a, miss a beat. Um mm-hmm. it's in my opinion is as funny as Guardians 1. Mm-hmm. I in fact I I I remember more jokes from this movie. Really? Yeah, than uh then Guardians I don't think it's as good as Guardians 1. Okay. Um I am not a fan of the ego stuff. Mhm. But I I enjoyed the movie. I, I really I think you loved this movie when it came out right I think we I it. No, no, I love this movie, yeah, it's not as good as one, but I still love it, okay, and because of ego, it does have it, it it creates implications for other uh I don't know what they call it franchises like like the eternals, uh-huh, so which we don't see at the moment, we don't see payoff until like what years later okay until now until now we yeah. didn't know it was gonna go there, uh-huh um but yeah i I, I love this movie, baby group. Adorable. Was yeah, like, that's was, actually genius. Yeah, this is like baby this is like before baby Yoda. The, the, like, the, like Baby
0: Groot walked so that baby, baby Yoda, Yoda could run. run. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I
2: remember when the when the Baby Yoda meme started coming out, people were tweeting like I would um I would throw baby groot into a fire to keep Baby Yoda warm. <laughs> and that was that for me was like kind of like oh people were replacing the, the cute little icon. Wow, fickle. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's, that's true. For real. That's as a great man once said. Um I had a dancing baby Groot. On my table. It's beautiful. There's very little pieces of like merchandise to me or must own right away. But I was like, I need a baby. Yeah.
2: I think that the music is really memorable uh, for me in this one. I love the music in this one.
0: I think sometimes we sleep on Guardians Mm -hmm. of the Galaxy Volume 2, the soundtrack. It's as good, man. I think it's better. I, 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 I I I agree. I don't think it's as cool or as like, I don't know, a beat but it hits me it's, to yeah. my core there's songs that like i connect with
1: i love that song they play um, when yondu's whistling and just killing everyone with his, with his air i don't know what it is it's so it's come a little bit closer you're my mm-hmm. type of yeah. guy yeah because so it's because you know
0: what that's beautiful directing that's the juxtaposition yes. of the melody and the tone of the song with what you're seeing on
1: yes. the screen People getting murdered oh.
2: and falling and
1: and I love that James Gunn does that. He he kind of reminds me of Tarantino in, in, yeah, in when I could see in that his, in, in his movie making. I mean, he because, does. Go ahead. Because yeah, like you know, Tarantino, she's great with putting music and and adding an an image, you know, a movie to it. So I, I just love James. I love it. Yeah, the movie's great.
2: I think from the from the jump when he when they uh have the the battle with that giant alien monster. Right? And yeah. you just have Baby Groot just yes, like running. That intro is, is beautiful. Sunny, shiny. That one? Yeah.
0: And it, it honestly, yeah, Mr. Blue Sky. Mr. Mr. Blue, Blue Sky. And it honestly makes me fall in love with the, all those songs. Yeah. Like, I hadn't, I didn't know some of them and it recontextualized others that maybe I didn't. Like, Lakeshore Drive, for example. Mm-hmm. The Cat Stevens song at the end. Oh, was I mean, that's what I put on when I'm depressed. I. I oh, yeah? I put Frank
1: Ocean.
0: The, I put the Father and Son, right? That's mm-hmm. the one. It's that's it's like it just hits me to yeah. my core.
1: Also, Yandu's death really got me. I'm Mary poppins, y'all. You know, yo.
0: and that's true because we forget it's funny because I we look line. at the series as a whole and you forget when these moments take place. Yeah. Cause you're like, Yeah, man, the ego stuff was too big or whatever. But like, we wouldn't have Yandu's death. That the the Ravager funeral. It's a beautiful moment. Beautiful, yeah. Um also Uh, the introduction of mantis yeah like she's a she's a full-fledged guardian now and it's like yeah that happens in guardians too she's not on the team in guardians one Mm. annette nebula you know uh uh, uh, she becomes
1: yeah she right she ends the first
0: movie as a villain and you're like oh she's gonna come back i didn't expect you know again the baby face turn that she's a she's a
1: hero
2: and it it works more in their relationship with gamora yeah. I love that
1: whole David Hasselhoff metaphor that he's trying to explain. Oh, that's such the a The way Gamora like words it like I forgot the way he said it. I love those. I love those, the subtle
2: references that he has from yeah. like for his childhood and. Yeah. You guys have seen like the music video, right, for the the
0: title song, the the Guardians Inferno. Have you seen that? I don't
2: know.
1: I don't think so. Probably,
0: either. but I don't oh, remember. David Hasselhoff, he sings oh, like the song, and then like the whole cast are like background dancers. Mm. You haven't seen this. Uh, I probably have i, I have think it. I think I, I have, but okay. I have I don't know if remember. anyone at home has not seen I this. I gotta check that out, yeah uh on youtube guardians inferno it's it's an excellent piece of
1: I gotta check it out
0: of uh of video and audio, so you love Guardians Volume too, we saw this a bunch too, this is one of those ones movie, where, like, yeah. well, this... Yeah, go ahead,
1: I, yeah, I watched this movie with Gabriel, mhm, yes, sir, in is it Chattanooga in Chattanooga, yeah mhm, and I watched it with uh, a Mm -hmm. girl who who i was trying to get (laughs) but then she had a boyfriend and i'm like i had already invited i found out she had a boyfriend as i after i already invited her to this okay so So i needed like a buffer layla again once again layla oh wow that's another shout out another another shout out Layla. (laughs) but i am the guy gabriel i need you here because i don't know how to Get out of this commitment. I don't know how to say no, and it's going to be awkward.
2: This is like my fourth time watching. It, <laughs> yeah, sure. it, was, it
1: was like my what? third. It was my third time watching. This it, was what like,
2: day? This was what day?
1: This was okay. The movie came out May fifth, the day before my birthday. Mm-hmm. I graduated May 7th. We watched it May eighth. When did I watch it? You watched it with us May my on my birthday at uh, night. The seventh. Okay. No, the sixth. The 6 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, the six. Okay. Saturday night. Because you guys were traveling okay. to come for my graduation, right. and Gabriel and I just watched it.
2: We saw it, then we saw it with, with you, you, and then I was in that awkward. And then you saw yeah, it he again was in my, as, as the buffer as, a buffer. as the buffer, yeah. As the wingman. No, reverse
1: wingman. The man? reverse wingman, yeah. yeah.
0: Reverse wingman sounds like something inappropriate. Um, <laughs> okay. We love Guardians too. Oh, Although, there was that cycle. To me with Iron Man 2, where like I watched Guardians 2 so much that I started to think maybe there's things I don't like in Guardians 2.
1: Yes, and for me that part, the part with Ego is like a
0: Yeah, exactly. You're like there's the things I love about Guardians 2, I love them even more mm-hmm. the third or fourth time, but then also the things that are not as strong I don't like they great on idea. me. Right. They're like, "Oh, well, I don't Care about these parts yeah and you really realize that but then i come back around and i really love the movie yeah that
2: ego is a planet that ego has powers uh- i think it's that ego is
0: a planet and i think that that peter gets powers equivalent to ego so he becomes a giant pac-man monster like that final battle is really weird like and he sets it up right he's like i'm gonna make some weird stuff right but it's really weird like if we if grounded is always like my wheelhouse it doesn't get less grounded than the final battle. Of- That's
2: your I don't like magic statement. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. exactly.
1: But talking about big actors, um, the guy that plays Ego, what's his name? Kurt Russell. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Yeah, another yeah. big actor they got. Oh, and
0: this is, I don't know if they have done it before, but this is a big CGI job where they make him younger. Look younger, yeah. Is this the first time? No, I fe- didn't Ant- they do it Ant-Man. for
1: Ant-Man? And then didn't they do it for, I am going to say Robert Redford, I don't know why. No,
0: Robert Redford was old the whole time. Um he still looks great though they did it for someone that's what you're thinking about how handsome he is it's even Michael honestly. Douglas and Ant-Man yeah, so yeah. Michael Douglas and Ant-Man so they do it again I think for longer maybe or I don't cause the it's scene in intricate. Ant-Man yeah. is like really short but um yeah they start mastering this like yeah. just wow I can barely tell like if I really look for it sure it's CG but man Kurt Russell looks like Snake Plissken you know maybe even younger <laughs> um
1: I was also really mad at Marvel. I saw this. I love this movie. Movie came out. Yeah. Then they kicked out James Gunn.
0: Yeah. Did this from, happen? No, this happened like way after though. No.
1: Maybe like a, I'm not sure when, but they kicked. You know, they they fired him right from Guardians Three, mm-hmm. and I was mad. Yeah. At that because I was on team James Gunn.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, because I like the guy. I liked right. his, I mean, what he's what he said in the past, you know, t- his tweets he made in the past, terrible, right? Yeah. But I like his work, and I like what he's... You didn't think it was worth, like... I didn't think it was worth it. It's a... Plus, it was, it was all marketing because, of... oh, you, you know what? We're going to fire you. All right, you're going to fire me? I'm going to go somewhere where I'm wanted, yeah. and I'm going to make a movie there. That's literally the, the Marvel version of... The DC version of Guardians. Yeah. And not then, wanted. Not wanted. <laughs> but then they're going to come back. But then you're going to ask me to come back? Right. Like, did I learn my lesson?
0: Well, okay, so I understand from a business standpoint why they did it. It's also, like... You don't really care, and they don't, so just, they don't right? really care. They probably need, but word. they were in a huge negotiation with Fox, which was basically the end of the world for you know entertainment and media. Mm. So, like, if James Gunn had to be fired for a little while, so that we can get Fox or what is now Twentieth Century Films under the umbrella of Disney? Disney and unify this Marvel Universe and get a new hope back for the Star Wars films then james gunn if he dies he dies i'm sorry all right we'll do it for the optics and then once we have all the power yeah, yeah we'll the, hire you back the fact that i had heard word that they would do something like that and they ended up actually doing, doing it it, yeah. it kind of makes me feel like i mean we got a good movie out of it right yeah. we got suicide, you squad. got suicide squad so i feel no harm no foul yeah spider-man homecoming is the next chapter Oh yes. in phase three and i don't know if we talked about this already i don't think so Phase three is incredibly long. It's like 11 movies. Yeah. It's as long as like phase one and two yeah, combined. It's like yeah. two. That's basically yeah. two. Yeah. So yeah. they're in a rhythm here. Plus they got the Spider-Man movies that they have to contractually made for Sony. So it's like they got to pigeonhole these in their in their um, own timeline. Not that they are, you know, calling it in or anything like that. Spider-Man Homecoming is an amazing movie.
2: Yeah. And I think that this is like to, to piggyback off of the them having the ball rolling. This is the first time... That we get three Marvel movies in a year. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we're on the roll,
2: and it's just like we're not stopping. Like what we've been, what we've been kind of like um, laying the groundwork for. Yeah, we're starting, we're starting to we got the hang of it. Now. Yeah, exactly. We worked out the kinks, and we're just gonna go full steam ahead. And I think this is where some people start to think, okay,
0: Marvel fatigue. You can only make so many of these movies, and we're gonna get tired. <laughs> That's not where I'm at at you this really point. Thought-
1: because the next movie, like. You're right. There's going to be fatigue. There should be fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like the movies that come after are just so different compared to the. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk e- about this later, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Even up to this point, like Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Spider Man Homecoming. They're all different. This movie is John Watts as director, and it's a love letter to the John Hughes films yeah. of the 1980s, the like high school romance coming of age.
1: Yeah. This movie was a. Uh, at this point when this movie comes out, I graduated, I moved to California for, for a job, and this is the first Marvel movie that I watched by myself without my friends, because I don't have any friends in California, and I loved it. I was like, oh, no, I didn't love the experience, because I, I love watching movies with you guys, especially, mm-hmm. I got used to watching Marvel movies with Gabriel, yeah, and it was, I was heartbroken that I couldn't do it, but man, this movie's great. This movie, like you said, it's a it's love, love story to John Hughes. And, man, Zendaya. <laughs> love Zendaya.
0: Zendaya, if you're listening. Holla at your boy. Okay, never mind. Stop listening. If
1: you're listening, Zendaya. Just stop. Bing I... bong.
2: Stop listening. I just love how we went from the event of Civil War mm-hmm. to magic and sorcery yeah, and strange to Space. intergalactic yeah. fighting planets mm-hmm. to a kid in queens going to high school yeah yeah absolutely That's and funny. it's
0: such a personal
2: story yeah, like the vulture and the liz allen stuff dude that that revealed that t- I revealed oh man that shook me i was like oh i was not expecting this at all and it really i don't know because i don't know when i i feel like i've watch enough films and watch enough movies on yeah. tv that you are
1: mm-hmm. good at predicting what's you, gonna happen yeah you can kind of yeah, like to the point where like okay, it bro, ruins sometimes it ruins,
2: ruins movies because he's are. like Sorry, he's yeah. not
0: spoiling but like he's guessing them i talk out loud and and sometimes yeah. they, they tend to be he right. has a good like seven out of ten and sometimes he's just throwing
2: them out so he'll hit it no matter what like it's just rapid fire yeah um but i, I did not see that one coming at all and Honestly, it's something that I, I want to like improve upon. Yeah. Because the experi because the experience of not really knowing actually being shook. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I don't know. Like I I feel like I pride myself in in predicting. Yeah. But at the same time, it takes away uh, an element of surprise, yeah. some of the fun that the that the director and the movie makers wanted to for you to feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they went so against type of our expectations.
0: I think, first of all, Michael Keaton as Vulture.
1: Back to the, you know, if you play one superhero, uh huh, jumping over, yeah, and it's okay if you do it because it makes you know different company. But
0: right. you're Batman. Okay, no, but come on, man. There's so there's decades. There of is decades in '89 and '92. He was Batman. But who is your Batman? I mean, it's Tim Burton. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Tim Burton. It's yeah. Michael Keaton. It's Tim Burton's Batman. Exactly. Michael Keaton. Gabriel, who's yeah. your Batman? Christian Bale.
1: Exactly. It's like, you're jumping ship? You can't do that, but...
0: But we're so far d- yeah. like removed from... You, which, ironically, you, now we're not, yeah. but...
1: But actually, I love the fact that he, he's at least in this movie. Yeah. Because before this, before Birdman, mm-hmm. he wasn't doing much. Right. You know, I feel like because of Birdman, which... He became be, another Birdman? Well, Yeah, which might be the prequel to this what movie. What are you talking about,
0: man? He was in... Um... The other guys? Yeah, the other guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, he wasn't like I, I whatever. Like what happened to Michael Keane? Like he mm-hmm. just stopped, right? Yeah. He does Birdman, you know, critical acclaim. Yeah. He Oscar nominee. I don't know if he wins an Oscar, but he, he he's nominated for an Oscar. Right. And now we get it. now he's back here.
0: Yeah. And he's old, so he can be Vulture, but he's not as old as I would expect Vulture yeah. to be. So you're already like, okay, you're gonna throw curveballs, and I'm in, I'm here for it, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. But where is he gonna go afterwards now?
0: Where Vulture? No, no, no. Michael Keaton. He's going to go back to Batman. Exactly. But he's also going to go back to Vulture. He's a, he's you a, can't do that. He's a daywalker. <laughs> you man.
2: can't do he's that. He walks between two worlds. You can't do that. So how do you feel about like people that are it's in legal. the MCU and then they get another role in the MCU?
1: Like I said, I don't like that. Remember, uh, You didn't
2: even remember the Black Mariah and Luke Cage. Alfred Woodward.
1: I don't yeah. like that. Woodward. I mean, the exception to this rule, well, there's two exceptions. One of them. Kevin, Chris Evans, I got you, so you get me. And I, I love Chris Evans as, as Captain America. But the other exception to this rule is Maharsha Ali. Yeah. Because he is caught in mouth and he's the best part of that show. And now he's going to be Blade. Okay. And I can't complain.
0: So I guess we just have to cut out Luke Cage like it didn't. Like it's not part of the Marvel. It's not part of the MCU. <laughs> I, I, at this point, Luke, Luke Cage, Cage is specifically, specifically. being targeted.
1: Yeah. yeah. Could be.
0: The casting choices in Luke Cage.
1: But yeah, I lo- I love Michael Keaton in this movie. This movie is great. Tom Holland. Or, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. He. Tom Holland's infectious. Who is your favorite uh, Spider-Man?
2: My favorite Spider-Man is Tom Holland. What actually. about you? Same. What about yeah. you? And I
0: love all the Spider-Man movies. Okay, but I love this iteration because for me, I love Spider-Man as a kid from Queens. You know, I also like adult, like, teacher, science teacher, Spidey. But we didn't get that with um Toby, any of the other. You know.
1: But be- because, wait, who's your favorite Spider-Man, Gabriel?
2: Tom. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to go for he hot He paused take there. so yeah. dramatically, I thought yeah. it would be
0: um, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew
1: Garfield. <laughs> Which isn't bad. He, yeah. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's a great Spider-Man. He's like, okay. like
0: Spider-Man. All right, we're going to use this like cliche. Oh, again, uh, he walked so that Tom Holland could, could walk. Because yeah. I think he was closer, but he was still like 40 yeah. years old.
1: But I feel like, okay, so we, you've gotten Tom Holland, and you're probably going to have him for three more movies. Yeah. We're growing with Tom Holland. We're yeah. getting old with mm-hmm. Tom Holland. Yeah, we might actually we get might actually like get science, science teacher. science teacher, Tom Holland, yeah. you know, probably divorces MJ right. uh, Tom Holland. Okay, no, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want, want that, want. but you never know where this, where this uh, is going to go. I mean, but, you,
0: Mafisto, know, you know what? Marvel will do it, and I love which, it. Maybe. Which, we are, which we are we're getting
2: gonna. more of him, you know, that, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to get three more movies of him. Three it. more now. We're getting yeah. a show and three more movies.
0: Exactly.
1: How many?
2: Okay, at this point. A movie? I didn't. A show? I did not know
1: we
0: were going to. Anim- animated though. Oh, okay. Okay. At this not point, bad. I love anime. He okay, so he Animation. appears in Civil War, right? That's 2016. In
1: Civil War, he appears here. All homecoming. right. It's
0: 2021 now. I finally have caught up to where we live, the year that we live in. He's in Homecoming. So Tom Holland has been Spider Man for about five years, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is less time than Tobey Maguire. Because I think there's six but in he's between been the as, first and in the more Spider-Man and, yeah, movies. Yeah, and he, I think it's been and more both than of them Andrew Garfield now. But like up to Infinity War, he's been in more movies. He's been Spider Man in more movies than like Garfield and Maguire combined. He's Spider Man now, and and I know this is like a contentious topic because kids to this day come up and tell me and they're like, no, Tobey Maguire is my Spider Man.
1: Kids like your students tell yeah, you, yeah, they love Tobey Maguire movies. is your Spider Man. Yeah,
0: they those Spider and the thing is. Not, to defend Sam Raimi and those films, they hold up. One sure. and two hold up real good. Um, I just don't get it. I just two is,
2: don't. Spider-Man 2 is the best. Yeah. Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man.
1: Ooh, Sp- into the Spider-Verse.
0: Spider-Man 2, the extended cut, might be one of the greatest. Maybe not the greatest, but one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. <sighs> it's up there for me. Batman 89. Superman. The original Superman. Richard Donner.
2: Yeah, it's... It's up there. Spider-Man 2.1 is just like a hallmark of those like those heroes. Yeah.
1: I do think that into the Spider-Verse is my favorite Spider-Man movie.
2: Yeah, but it's also like and I love it. I love it, but it's like off-kilter Spider-Man
0: because yeah, it, it's not, you know. Yeah.
1: I just like that movie so much.
0: It'd be like if they made a Batman Beyond movie, you're not going to be like, "Oh, Batman Beyond is my favorite Batman movie because it's not really yeah. it's not really Batman, you know. It's a Batman. Batman
1: movie boom. Yeah. You gave me Nick Miller as Peter Parker. I'm in heaven.
0: Okay, so we love Spider-Man Homecoming. And we're getting to a point. I see a trend developing. Uh, phase 3 is uber strong. Yeah. It, it comes out. It's a one, it two, three, hot. four punch and combo. And the next movie, in my opinion, is even better than the ones we just talked about. Yeah? Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. November 3rd, 2017, Taika, Taika Waititi. Waititi.
1: This is my favorite Marvel movie. I love this movie so much. But- That's, Wow. Okay. I know earlier I talked about like the combinations of genres and styles mm-hmm. and I feel like this movie personifies that because you get Taika Waititi, right? Yeah. At this moment when you get him, you don't really know much about him. He's done a lot of more indie stuff. Um, but you get him and his style of comedy, that New Zealand style, Flight of the Concord style of comedy, right? And yeah. you combine it with Marvel and you produce this beautiful baby called Thor Ragnarok. And I love that.
2: I feel like, yeah, especially like Link, I feel like Link is was has been a huge uh Flight of the Concords fan yeah. and, and that type of humor. And I think that Thor Ragnarok was kind of seeing kind of um showing to the world that type of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like everyone can kinda see Like Korg. Exactly, everyone can kind of see like, what Link enjoys about, yeah. about that type of stuff. And it's like stuff. a
0: gateway drug, too. Because if you couldn't get someone to watch Flight of the Concords or What We Do in the Shadows, you can, now you can be like,
1: hey, Thor Ragnarok, you know this movie? You thought this you was, like was this good? Movie's Go good. This Bro, watch yeah. this movie. Yeah. Definitely. And the other thing, too, is like, I see this movie, and I'm like, oh, it reminds you of what could have been mm-hmm. Ant-Man with Edgar Wright. Yeah. Okay.
0: This is the funniest Marvel movie, right? This is the funniest. I think so, I think yeah. So too. Because I love Marvel movies, and they are funny but sometimes they're like haha you know funny like this is smart funny this is, yeah you know this is and like just so self-deprecating and doesn't take itself seriously you see Thor and 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 Hulk in situations that you don't expect to see Thor yeah and Hulk and they slip and we talked to I complained earlier um in the series about Banner slipping on a banana peel it works in this movie yeah this is the movie that sells Mark Ruffalo I agree as the Hulk because I was like okay this is a completely different take um on Bruce Banner and I'm here for it I'm here for Taika Waititi's you know Bruce Banner it's like I always remember like at the end of Avengers where you see like Mark Ruffalo like with a like a Bunsen burner like looking scolding you know the shadowy silhouette that I don't I don't buy it as much and maybe it's because I'm holding up to a standard that I, you know, I've seen other people uh, depict. But this one, like where he's wearing Tony's shirt and where Hulk is like the butt of jokes, like
2: Hulk's butt and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it's unexpected. And I, and I really think that Chris Hemsworth gets to shine yeah. in this one. Oh, yeah. This
1: is the movie that made, I mean, because I told you, like he is my favorite, he was my favorite Avenger, uh-huh. Thor, right? But this is a movie where I appreciated Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, because you get he shines. You see his comedy, which is something we've never seen. We know yeah. he's funny, he has these funny lines. Exactly, because Marvel movies are funny. Uh huh. But he it's the next level right here.
2: Strongest Avenger.
0: That's right. And he like we know he's an Adonis, right? He's an amazing physical specimen, but he's kind of just you know standing around saying lines uh, before. Yeah. And and also with Thor the Dark World, I think a lot of people were like, I don't really know how I feel about the Thor mm-hmm. character and the direction his like kind of weird role to set up in Age of Ultron and here it's like they needed a revamp and they, they got a revamp. revamp yeah yeah.
1: I feel like I, I believe some of the some of the lines like they improvised some of this stuff really like they they used like they, they Taika gave Chris Hempworth the freedom yeah. to be
0: funny you know be you that's really surprising with how like, which high did, stakes these movies which are which were high
1: stakes right Yeah, and which we also didn't know he could do
0: have you guys seen the deleted scenes for this movie I have not. They're on Disney Plus, oh, so you yeah? can check them out. I rewatched them. I had forgotten about them. I rewatched them in my last rewatch, and there's some stuff there that is so funny because they'll just riff and they'll go off yeah, on exactly. a tangent, riff, yeah. And I'll be like, "Bro, how did they Bro, record? Sit there recording?" And then there's some jokes, especially on uh what's the what's the villain's name, which oh, we haven't the, even the talked master. About. Oh yeah, yeah Jeff master, Gold. You got Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Gold Wow, what's his name though? The ma- Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. But he's like
1: Jeff Goldblum.
0: So the oh, the master is a Doctor Who uh, accidental reference. So the Grandmaster's ship, uh, the things that go on in that ship, there are some deleted scenes that I was like, this would have never been in the movie. This is too <laughs> risque. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch it. It's,
1: it's some of the rift between uh, stuff Thor, gets weird. Thor and Korg, because I feel like taika and, and you know what him, just
0: watch them
2: okay i just know that jeff goldblum has some oh you can yeah well, you, you, you can tell go, jeff goldblum, yeah.
1: yeah
2: um but going back to the the chris hemsworth part i don't know like for me like because you know like thor one and thor two they were they weren't as strong right? yeah like they're not bad movies but they, i don't think they were as strong as the other ones. and part of it is kind of like The lead, like, I think Thor shines in, like, Avengers in the movies, like, where he's with other people. Exactly. That's something to play off of, right? Yeah. And so, I thought it was just very um, refreshing. Yeah. Because this this character is a god. He comes from a different, like, realm. Mm -hmm. And there's so much, like, he's, like, it's so serious, so much weight to the character. But they really... Like they cut his hair. Yeah. They, they do so. They take so many changes. It grounds loses, him and it humanizes him. He yeah. loses an eye. Yeah. And and as I was reading earlier, Taika wanted to strip him down so that by the end of the film, he's a refugee like the rest of his rest of his right. people leading up to the next film. We just talked about the grandmas. We didn't even talk about the great. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Kate
1: Blanchett. Exactly.
0: She's amazing. An- Again, I'm surprised you could, they could get her. You know what I mean? It's it's another one where I was like, Kate Blanche is doing a Marvel movie? You got Galadriel?
2: Yeah, these are and, real." And I don't know why we're so still so surprised Prize, yeah. Yeah. every time. Yeah, they have so they get so many big hitters, and it's like I think it's, it's a testament. Like obviously, you you have a lot of the um, mm. the stuff going on nowadays. I don't know if you ask some directors in Hollywood, that's what I mean. You have you have a lot of this going on nowadays about superheroes and the differing opinions about about these. Some movies. directors like
0: I know Scorsese has been critical. Who else has been critical?
1: Uh, the guy we were talking about, the House of Gucci guy.
2: Ridley, uh, Scott. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott finds them boring, and he doesn't approve of the Marvel movie method. Who
1: was uh, the other one? One person.
0: What about the uh, the Hurt Locker? Was it? I know James Cameron's been critical in the past. I know he's kind of been like, you know, James Cameron's
2: been critical. I th- I think he's
1: made Mr. Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Yes. Ooh. I um I think I don't know. I think get out, was... out of here,
1: James Cameron. You're not welcome.
2: <laughs> okay. Everyone is welcome. Um, Except you. <laughs>
1: We accept your ex. Oh no, no, his ex. ex Give up your seat to Zendaya.
2: Um,
0: (laughs) and um, yeah. So I don't understand. This is still a conversation that's going on. Like great genre films with great writers, directors, and amazing actors. How is this? Yeah, this is an incredible achievement, unparalleled. It might never. It has never been done before, and it might never be done again. Yeah, the scope of this is so big, and it just continues on with the next chapter one of the most anticipated films black panther why do you think this film was so important
1: culturally what it does to the african american community it gives them a it gives them a hero you get me as a community all the okay so besides what's his name um uh I want to say war machine that's not war machine
0: yeah war machine, yeah, war oh, machine. are you talking about like uh, African-American characters Yeah, yeah okay. to kind so of gravitate. You War
1: Machine and maybe uh, Idris Elba as uh, okay,
0: the... Okay, so game. you got Heimdall in the Heimdall, Thor movies yeah. played by Idris Elba. You have War, War Machine. Machine played by, as we mentioned, Terrence Howard and, and then Don Cheadle. And you also have, um, you know, Falcon. Falcon, uh, yes. You have Falcon, Sam Wilson.
1: Right? But you have, like, your first black... Not that his first, but he has... Leading man. Leading man. The he boy's an A-lister. Yeah. 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 And the movie's great.
0: And also the historical... Re- relevance yeah the black panther people always think oh black panther it's like politically charged like it's i've heard so many people tell me that he's named after the black panthers (laughs) no no the black panthers are named after the black panther all right he is the og he is an icon of wait
1: wait they're named after the superhero yeah the black panther is the
0: inspiration for the black panthers i did not know that yeah The Black Panther comic uh, plays like a pivotal role in like uh, Spike Lee's uh, "Do the Right Thing" Mm. film. Oh wow! Um, I did not know that. Yeah, so the Black Panther is he's like he's like Superman for an entire subculture. Yeah, and to have this movie finally be made and be a celebration of African culture. Yes, and of
1: this movie is fantastic.
0: I'm looking for the word uh, diaspora or. Stay Utopia? Here. No, no, no. It's a diaspora. That's the what Aspora. it is. Diaspora,
1: like an an Exodus.
0: Okay, yeah. So for you know, for an entire group of people, a celebration not just of the African culture, but you know, the diaspora, the lost continent, so to speak, an entire history. This is a reemergence of something that I think has been a long time coming.
1: Yeah,
2: I thought it was great. I thought it was beautiful.
1: I think this might be the best, besides Iron Man, this might be the best solo... Solo film? Origin. Origin. Okay,
0: so I had a really weird experience with this film. As we've talked about ad nauseum, we're there midnight. We're there early release. We're there pre-screenings. You know? So we're constantly seeing these movies in a timely manner and I'm being spoiled. I didn't get spoiled for Black Panther, but I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life. And this is probably the first one that I had to, for personal reasons watch on delay and all i was hearing was that this is like the greatest movie ever yeah this movie was amazing and this movie got super overhyped for me which is why i have to you know people why is it so important why do you have to see so fast just wait for the weekend no because too much hype can ruin a movie too much hype can ruin a movie too much information like if i come in the
1: opposite as well vice versa
0: yeah if i'm not hearing anything then i start to get worried or if i get to hear bad reviews then I start to get worried. If my kids are freaking out the next day at school, they've already like altered my perception. People, already,
2: people are going to have opinions and some, like whether you like to admit it or not, those opinions are going to have some type of yeah, they're gonna uh, impact
1: you're going to taint your opinion on. G: Yeah, down. so I
0: want those fresh eyes, and I didn't have that for Black Panther, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't love Black Panther the first time. The, the archetypal structure, we had kind of avoided it already, mm-hmm. and I thought we had avoided it in civil war by introducing Black Panther but it's almost like civil war was a prelude to black panther and they go back like oh he's already black panther but they still tell an origin story for black panther mm-hmm. so at the time i was like that's a kind of standard fare i don't see what the big deal about about it is but after rewatches and after going home and spending time with the film it's all the things i just said like and it, after
1: the death of uh...
0: oh that's even that's on another level because Chadwick wow boseman? i haven't i haven't seen it since yeah to be honest. i, I can oh can't i have i've seen it with I... the new introduction that it's the the marvel scroll is all it's all um chadwick boseman now instead of all yeah, the other characters. i don't brother i, yeah, I, can I do that, that right cry. now great with the fireflies nope. <laughs> yeah. no yeah and man. then and then there's also like a little um documentary that goes along with it in the special features oh. and it's yeah it's a it's heart-wrenching i'm gonna be quite honest Yeah, you're right. I didn't even consider that aspect of it, but just as a film, I've taught this in classrooms. Like I've taken scenes and run them parallel with, uh, you know, the novel "Things Fall Apart" by Chinua Achebe to kind of show, and just a reference point too, because it's it's a reference point where I can be like, "Yo, you see the wrestling that's going on here? You remember that fight in Black Panther, Mm -hmm. and the kids know it immediately. It, It describes their like garments. It's just like in Black Panther, and like the culture, the music, and everything." They have a reference point now that it's an easy sell now a book that I used to struggle getting kids to read it's just tangentially mm-hmm. a reminder of Black Panther and now like it's an easy sell
2: I mean it's it's incredible that the impact that that a film about superheroes can have on you you, on people wanting to to know more about these historical events mm-hmm and I think that even when this film came out, it wasn't. It was practically an event. Like it was huge. It was an event, yeah. Yeah. So I think, was...
1: and I think they picked the right person, Ryan Coogler. to yes. Write this, Ryan Coogler. Yes. Yeah, Ryan. Coogler's you picked the per- per- perfect director for this because you picked someone that not only understands African American plight. With by the when he directed Fruitvale Station, mm-hmm. but then he also, I mean, is this before or after Apollo? Uh, this is Creed? after Creed,
2: yeah. This, had this already is did. after this. He's he did he did Fruitvale Station and he also did Creed, so Creed. this is his third film, so yeah. this is
1: third film, right? You're getting you know, Fruitvale Station is great, Creed is great, yeah. But other than that, you're taking a risk on this guy, you, I mean, and, and we not we, only that, you're better. taking a risk on this guy, but you give him a lot of power, yeah, a lot of uh production power in 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 this movie, and the guy hits a home run.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, he he directed and wrote both of those films. Yeah, Creed and Fruitvale Station. I believe that he writes it. Fruitvale Station is an amazing. It's another movie. movie I can only if anyone has
0: it, yeah, that's true too. But if anyone hasn't seen Fruitvale Station, I highly recommend it.
2: It's more important than anything we're talking about right now. Probably, yeah. And it's really, I I just think it's impressive. Like for his third film, and it's a it's a pretty big one. You get
1: pretty big <laughs> it's a pretty big <laughs> comparing
2: also comparing to where it is and what, what we've been like leading up to yeah also we're talking about hype too all these things like
1: this might be the most the inex- pressure
2: to
0: hit a home run with this, this is movie. probably
1: the most inexperienced uh director they have hmm. and he hits a home run
2: as far as a body of
0: work a body I, yeah, of work yeah, yeah. body of work, what yeah. about john watson homecoming just
1: no he's he's done more yeah he had done more stuff okay yeah.
0: Okay, because I've i remember feeling really confident though, because I was like, "I love Fruitvale." I love, I love yeah, I knew it was. Gonna I be love good. Creed. This was yeah. gonna be great.
1: And not only really that, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger.
0: and we get that I think most likely because of Fruitvale Station. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, man, oh, that's right. He, yeah.
1: He, yeah. Oh boy. But he, he, Killmonger. I go back to Zemo. He—he's one of those villains that all right, this is a believable villain. He his his motivations make sense. Yeah. Um. I think Almost him too and good Zemur, to, Yeah, too, too, too good, good to, to be, kill, to
0: be honest yeah. with you. And I
1: understand why he has to die, but I really wish he didn't. Because it's interesting, man. Yeah. So I, was, I was on TikTok the other day. Cause I'm sad that they kill Killmonger. Right. Right? Because now that Chadwick Boseman's dead, you yeah. could have gotten Michael B. Jordan. Absolutely. To put, take that would have been. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, in hindsight, it's 2020. Yeah,
1: 2020, yeah right? You would have known. Right? Or
0: hindsight's 2021.
1: But so you're, okay, so if you're watching, if you watch Endgame, right, we all know people come back from the blimp. Right? Yeah, right. Right? One of the people that you don't see that comes back, we don't, we don't know if he gets snapped, but it's a guy in, um, the other guy from Black Panther, the one he challenges, M'Bake, I think that's his M'Baku. name? M'Baku. M'Baku, right? Yeah. So I was, I was reading, I was The
0: Great it. Gorilla.
1: So they were saying that, who take, okay, so we know that Black Panther and his sister, Yeah. Shiri, both get snapped. Mm-hmm. Who takes care of Wakanda? Yeah, I mean, that's a story. Some, that some we're people, find out, some but, yeah. people say that mm-hmm. it was Mbaku who does it, not because out of power or greed, yeah. but out of necessity. So I'm like, oh man! I was just watching that. I saw that TikTok, and I'm like, man.
0: But are you talking about Mbaku becoming the Black Panther?
1: Becomes not, I'm not sure if he becomes a Black Panther. Yeah, but I, he,
0: I don't. I don't see that happening. I don't think he, because his like entire like worldview, his religion, his lifestyle, it's based on you know the Great Gorilla. So I don't think he's just gonna magically turn into a Panther deity. Okay. Do you
1: think in. they trust La- La- T- show What's her name? Right? I don't
0: think they trust her, but I think she has to carry it for now. I think it's what, and I think, I think they're necessary. gonna get it off yeah. her by the end of the movie, yeah. yeah, or leave it in a place where they don't even need her to show up again to get it off her. That one's. That was an yeah. interesting... That's, that's
2: something to... I add. mean, it's, it's a, If
1: you're listening, I, I feel sorry for it's you, man. Definitely you a, do this. It's, <laughs> it's
2: definitely a hard task. Yeah. Like, w- what do you do? Well, I know that one other theory that was floating
0: around was, now that we have this multiverse, bringing back a version of Killmonger. But I think with What If, if you saw What oh, If... Oh, that's one thing I haven't watched. I think, they, I think they kind of closed the door on that, to be honest with you. I mean, they can do whatever they want. But they can do whatever they want. Mm. Absolutely. So there's a whole lot of more story left. How they're gonna navigate the loss of the actual Black Panther. That's something I'm looking forward to finding out.
1: Such a big loss. Him and him and Kobe, like
0: another thing about this movie Another thing about this movie is that it goes directly into Infinity War and Infinity War makes the Black Panther so much better.
1: You know what's funny you mentioned that because like, okay, some other movies that you put in front of like these big Avenger movies, they Mm -hmm. kinda don't not that they don't live up to the hype, but it's like oof.
0: Yeah, like is this a story I needed to tell so right, right before, before
1: this? You know, you for example, C- Captain Marvel right before Endgame. Like, is mm-hmm. a story. Anyways, we'll talk about that later. But Black Panther right in front of Infinity War, good, perfect transition. And I think it's a great movie to have there. Yeah, Infinity and, War is. It's next.
0: It's the end all be all up until this point. Yeah, I think
2: it's led to this. Everything's
1: led to Everything's this. Everything's led
0: yeah. to this. Yeah, it's not the greatest movie because i mean it's not the greatest movie of all time because it's so big it's so it's literally the definition of blockbuster Mm -hmm. i would argue that it might be the greatest blockbuster of all time we've talked about what some of our favorite movies are winter soldier um you know guardians of the galaxy ragnarok Ragnarok, dr strange yes i said dr strange um (laughs) because of those character stories that we tell but infinity war is like all hands on deck the coolest thing you'll ever experience. Or at least we thought in 2018. We thought it couldn't get better than Infinity War.
1: The Russell brothers come back with the same two directors. Mm-hmm. I mean writers.
0: Yeah, Marcus and McFeely.
1: And, and I, I think they create this generation's Empire Strikes Back.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I feel you. And it's funny because it's like the third Avengers movie. Maybe yeah. the fourth Avengers movie. <laughs> but it's probably the sequel to the first Avengers
2: Honestly, I'm trying to find the words huh. because leading up to Infinity War the hype That for I think, this movie. I mean, I'd really I actually recently recently just saw on Twitter um it had been 4 years since like that first trailer dropped for Infinity War. Uh-huh. And I think that's probably my favorite trailer like yeah. of all time. Like I watch it and I'm like I got chills. Like when like when Nick Fury starts talking, he's like and you talk about the stuff that they hid from us. They sold us a movie. That, but they treated us so well. That that whole scene at the like at the end of the trailer yes. with all with all them running, with Cap oh running through the like, like to the jungle. I knew and exactly
0: then, 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 where they were going.
2: And, and Ca-
1: it's not in the movie. And Captain America's beautiful blood. Oh, f- Cappy movie. I would watch that trailer with my students over and over again, but then I would like go back and forth to so the his hair just going up and down. I love that.
2: That trailer inspired me so much. Mm-hmm. I had cause when those movies would come out, that was towards the end of the season, end of the year. So we had our, our soccer championship and yeah. I watched that trailer before the final to hype me. Like people have like they listen to like they have their game day music and stuff like that. Yeah, I watched that trailer. I don't I was just so excited and I don't know, it just it pushed me. I, I it's just it's my favorite trailer. And the the satisfaction, but also the hurt and the pain. Oof. of watching that film yeah because for the most part you've like all these movies have been pretty like they ended pretty on a, on a positive yeah, note light-hearted,
1: yeah nothing all the stakes were met
2: but you get to this movie and you meet Thanos yeah Thanos comes in five minutes in he's m- killing people Thanos possibly greatest movie villain of all time
0: possibly he's in the conversation I'd say he's yeah. in the conversation yeah. for sure yeah. and like I think to me it's probably Vader right yeah but maybe not you know what i mean like
2: if i have to look at it objectively you think he's like a oh you think he's like a vader for for this generation generation?
0: i mean he might be a vader for my generation (laughs) like he's a big bad because if you think about it okay he's set up in guardians right he's actually in guardians he's got the after credit at the end of avengers he's got the after credit at the end of age of ultron you know so we've been building like not wow. just everything pointing to him, but we've actually seen him several times. And the one-two punch of Infinity War and Endgame, which we'll talk about you know, in a few moments. But, man, like, stack, stack the repertoire up against any movie villain? I don't know, man. It's a strong conversation. He's the, and also, this. The way that Vader is able to communicate through a costume... Because, like, it's a stationary helmet, you know what I mean? We've talked about in the past, like, the Green Goblin's head being so limiting. And, like, sometimes these, like, costume characters, there's a disconnect there. Vader somehow emotes through it, right? Mm-hmm. Thanos is the first fully CGI villain that I think is, it's like having a person it looks there. So,
2: it looks ridiculously good.
0: The CGI is amazing. The motion tracking is amazing. The characterization,
2: the voice inflection. I mean, and he's just, he's imposing, like, you feel the, like, the gravity of the situation that you're in from the jump, from yeah. the beginning. And you kill
1: Loki, that's it, like, yeah. dang, this, crap, this stuff has got serious. Yeah. And, and how it,
2: good is Josh Brolin? It's fantastic, man. He's so... Talk about going menacing. back and forth.
0: The guy was Jonah Hex, okay, we don't talk about that, but then he was Thanos, then he was Cable, Cable. and they're all so distinct, like, you don't go, oh, Cable yeah. and Thanos are too similar
2: one like one of the things that i really really enjoyed was that scene where um where tony and dr strange like once they start me all like meeting up together yes. that's like mm. it just doesn't stop from there yeah. and there's one scene in particular when when thanos is uh, the children of thanos they get to they get to earth and it's just silence like you just hear a thud and everyone kind of is like what's happening outside and it's just like eerie all of that, the sound design, it's, the editing, it's just meticulous. Because that's what we're saying.
0: We're saying like, oh, the greatest blockbuster. You know, it's not the best movie ever. It's a pretty <laughs> great movie. Like, exactly. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is a, it's, it's an achievement, man. It's unprecedented.
1: Russo Brothers, if you guys are listening. They're not. You guys are a beast, bro. Kudos to you guys. Also, help my boy Link with Zendaya's number. Yeah.
2: Um, Infinity War.
1: And then from that.
2: I mean, you have to end up with the snap, right? The snap, the moment,
0: like, Luke, I am your father, times 20.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm not saying maybe, like, shaping a... No, maybe. Again, it's crazy to even have that conversation, to even think. But, I mean, the memes, you know? If everyone knows the line, Luke, I am your father, even though he doesn't actually say that. But if everyone knows the line, everyone knows this it's visual culture, cue. It's the culture this snap. Yeah. It's... It's gonna live in infamy forever and i didn't think you could end the marvel movie like that sure i've been on movies that end in downers like even blockbusters but like like you said empire strikes back yeah how do you come back from it how do you come back from such immense tragedy
1: i feel like the next two movies don't
2: over- you, you throw in paul rudd That's <laughs> how <they do> it. <laughs> you literally gotta throw in paul <laughs> rudd
1: but even then i feel bad for paul rudd because
2: as good as Ant-Man man. and the Wasp,
0: which is our next movie.
1: It's, it's good.
0: Peyton Reed returns Peyton to Peyton Reed
1: returns, but I, you're coming, you're, you're following Civil, you're following Infinity War. Yeah. What are you supposed to do?
2: Nah. You can I, be the
1: sexiest man alive. Which he is. Which he is. And I, Science has proven it. Science has proven it. Uh, but I don't think... How many, him, how many issues did you buy?
2: How many copies How many of People Magazine Sexist I Man bought, Alive of Paul okay, so Ludzia? I
1: bought Project. three, right? Not only did I buy three, one for my room, uh-huh. one for my office, and one for my coworker's office, uh-huh. but I framed them all. Oh, okay. So you haven't actually read any of these? No, I don't know what's in the inside. <laughs> Are you serious? I did I didn't open it, I didn't read it, and then at the same time I didn't wanna I didn't wanna like just separate the first the cover. Right. Because I felt I don't trust myself when it comes to cutting and mm-hmm. crafts. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna put this somehow fit in this whole Entire magazine, magazine yeah. inside this picture frame. Okay. And I did a good job. For those
0: of you who haven't bought a magazine in years, they're like eighteen dollars now.
1: It was a twenty. Oh yeah, those three magazines. You cost haven't me 20 read bucks. the actual it, article? No. <laughs> I just like looking at Paul Rudd. I don't, I don't just, care what yeah. you say. It's a, he's in my who room reads now. Paper. He's in my room. He's in my, he's he's in in my, my room. <laughs> <laughs> he does, he's in my room. And he does. He looks at me he's every in my time blood. I'm changing. And it's
2: beautiful. Interesting. But there's a lot to unpack there. I appreciated the levity of it. Yeah. Because honestly, I wasn't, I don't know. You were still reeling. Yeah. It was just so, it was what? A couple, a couple of months after
1: it was literally two months after less than two months,
2: three, (laughs) three months after and less than two months. (laughs) Three. three. Again, our listeners here for the math. I was fine. I was fine with the, with the story that they were going. I just it wasn't as serious, and I needed I needed a bit of a break. Yeah. After what I saw. You know what? It was, it was, yeah. So I th- I appreciated right. it, and that's why I said you throw in Paul Rudd. Yeah. And, was,
1: it, and also you get, oh, man, I forget his name, but Morpheus. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne, another great actor. Man, we should keep on getting great people all the time.
0: You know what's great about the Ant Man, um, films? Paul Rudd. We've talked about representation. We talk about how important it is. And this phase will continue to do that when we talk about some of the most recent movies and how important Black Panther was. There's not a ton of Latino representation. Latino or Latina. No Hispanic representation for the most part. The closest thing we have... It's Louis. Is Louis. Is uh, Louis. Was it Louis? Luis, Louis, Luis, yeah. Yeah, Louis. Um, Ant-Man's friend. <laughs> we get ghost in this movie. And I know she's not Hispanic, but she immigrates to Argentina, and she's like culturally Argentinian. Mm. So I'll take that. You know, she's um, ethnically ambiguous. We don't really know a lot about her, where she came from. But um, so if we count her and Luis, like these are the only Latinos that exist in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's like 800 characters in Infinity War mm-hmm. and in Endgame to come. Good point. And that's as close as I can get
1: we're calling you out Kevin Feige put us in your next uh <laughs>
0: marvel movie
1: <laughs> give me zendaya
0: i'm not sure that's exactly what i was calling for but it would be nice to see which is and it's kind of like not a catch 22 but it's kind of like i don't know where to get them from cuz comics historically are not very representative i think there's been a movement to get more african american characters and 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 creating new characters that mm-hmm. replace some traditional roles and you know and 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 race swapping, which can be controversial at times, but definitely works. Sometimes we don't even bat an eyelash at it, you know. But we don't have a ton of Latino representation yeah. in comic books in general, and that's been quite adamant in the MCU. So shout out to Ant Man. Michael Pena, we love you. That's right. Keeping keeping it real. So Ant Man and the Wasp is kind of a side note. It's good. Not as good as Ant-Man 1. Not as good as Ant-Man 1. Yeah, not as good as Ant-Man 1. Setting stuff up for the future. I like Ghost. I hear rumors she may be involved in Thunderbolts. We'll see.
1: Thunderbolts of lightning.
0: But then the probably most controversial film in Phase 3, Captain Marvel, arrives March 8th,
1: 2019. 26. What?
0: Is it 8th or 26th? No, March 8th, 2019. That's what I have. We're totally not just reading our notes. Um, but it comes in March 2019 just a few right, short right, weeks right. almost days from Endgame two
1: weeks like two or three weeks
0: okay let me draw a parallel here tell me if you agree with this Solo came out a couple of months after The Last Jedi sandwiched right like in between Avengers Endgame I'm sorry, Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool 2. It got lost in the shuffle. It did terribly in the theaters. A bunch of people didn't see it. Maybe some people didn't like it. It never stood a chance. Bad scheduling from Disney. You think this happened to Captain Marvel? Because I do.
1: I do, too. They should have released it a month earlier instead of just, what, three weeks ago. Before,
0: yeah. How close? Yeah, I. I wouldn't even have put it there to be honest with you. I would have released it the year before, like
1: because because Endgame comes out April twenty sixth. Yeah, this came out April eighth.
0: Oh, March eighth. That's what I have. It's a a month. It's a month. It's about a month. It's a
2: month and a a couple of days.
0: Yeah, but regardless, listen, look, Avengers Infinity War came out April twenty eighteen. Ant and Wasp came out July. Dude, throw a November movie there or something.
2: I think that they did move up. Endgame. I think I remember that.
0: Like it was supposed to come out later?
2: Like a couple of, like a week later, I think. Okay, but a week
0: out. is a week, man. Like Captain Marvel shouldn't have been anywhere near it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I don't know if this is a hot take. I like Captain Marvel. I, I really like Captain
2: Marvel. Thoughts?
1: Not the best introduction for a solo hero.
2: A position. I didn't like where it was.
0: Yeah. It's listen, I don't think it's a great movie. I'm gonna be, I think it's a really good, I think it's a really solid movie. I think in 2019, especially April 2019, I don't think audiences were ready for a good movie. I also think this movie got overhyped again. It's very important.
1: Overhyped this.
0: This, these are the things number one, if Black Panther for a segment of the audience was like finally representation, I think this is the first female led hero. And it had a lot of hype to live up. No, to. No, she
2: had hype. She was the end credit scene of Infinity War. Exactly. She's the savior. She's the she one that comes gonna... out
0: after the credits. This movie oh, okay. was required viewing. If you don't watch this movie, you are not going to understand or be ready for Endgame. That turned out to not
2: be true. That's just the position, and I don't know where they would have put it to introduce this character, but right before the biggest movie all time ever. Yeah.
0: Like again, I really like this movie. But, and this is not an insult, because we've mentioned that we like this movie, and it might be one of the greatest movies of all time for some people, but this movie is basically First Avenger. This, to me, you know? For some people, that's the greatest movie. And you know what? For some people, Captain Marvel might be, like, the greatest movie. I don't think so. I also don't think First Avenger. But it's basically, like, the same story structure.
2: You actually bring up a good point, because, yeah, First Avenger came out right before Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. And they introduced, what, the, the leader of the, of the team right mm-hmm. before the, the main movie with all of them? Exactly. So what do you, what do you think are some differences? Because that worked.
0: Well, number one, he was the leader of the team.
1: He was there throughout the whole movie.
0: Yeah. Captain We're... Marvel, they kind of sold you, like, she's going to help save the Avengers. And then they sideline her in Endgame. Which makes all the sense in the world for the narrative of Endgame. But I don't know her. why you why you, you know, teased her in Infinity War. And then, and then even at the end of this movie, her credit after credit scene, that is like the first time that we see footage from the Endgame timeline, you know? That really set up like, okay, maybe if you didn't love this movie, get ready. It's all going to pay off in Endgame. I I don't think it really does,
1: you know? I feel like this movie, as much as I... Don't really care about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the implications of the scrolls. Yeah, that's gonna in the future. It's gonna pay off. It kind of reminds me of what other, what other movie did that. Um, that made no sense. Well, it was there. But
0: Age of Ultron did think, that a lot. We talked about um, Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. Guardians. Two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I feel. Like I'll that, tell you, Doctor
0: Strange, for Doc- example, like set up a bunch of stuff. It was a great movie on its own, so you don't think you don't get hung up. But it set up stuff like Mordo. And that, like, yeah, it's uh, like a whole decade has passed <laughs> apparently. And I
1: feel like with the how do you call it? With the multiverse, I, I, this uh, movie probably, with especially with the scrolls, might have some something yeah. to do. Might be might play an important role. I mean, it already started realize.
0: playing into an important role in uh, Home, not Homecoming. Um, Far from Home, Far from Home, yeah. Which was which we'll talk about in a little bit, but um, so it already has started paying dividends. But we know that we have like Secret Invasion. You know, we have so much stuff. So it's in a weird place where it still hasn't paid off the stuff it's set up.
1: So at the moment, that's why I feel like not many people care about it. Yeah. Or like it.
0: I think it's really good. I know some of the criticisms are like the emotionless, you know, lead protagonist. I understand those criticisms. I do think that it's a big plot point of the movie. So I don't really understand why you can hold that against the character.
2: I also think she gets a lot of unnecessary hate.
0: Yeah. Also, it was like... Ooh, what's that term when it like they just blew up the reviews before the movie was even review out? Review bomb, movie bomb? Yes, movie it got bomb. review bombed, right? So there was just a firestorm. I think there was a lot of negative comments that I read online.
1: I feel like she doesn't really help herself out too because she could be a little bit. She doubles rude. down. Yeah, she she's kind of rude. As yeah, some people don't like, like that. Yeah.
0: Listen, some people don't like the comments that she makes, and yeah. also sometimes I think they blow out what she says out of proportion because yeah. I don't think she's saying it's, what you think. She's the saying. internet they take everything yeah. out of context. Okay. Let's be honest, okay, it's sad that in the year 2019, up until even today, 2021, like this is even still a controversy. Like Just the fact that it's a female-led film um, was divisive, and I don't know if any of us actually got to see this movie with clean eyes. So some of us love it, probably for reasons that it doesn't deserve. Some of us hate it for reasons that it doesn't deserve. I think it's really good. I think it fits in just fine. I rewatch it. I love it in the chronological order though, when it's like first Avenger and then this movie and then everything. Be- it's else. the that position. Makes it's it makes the, sense, it's yeah. the position.
2: It's such an early story to tell too, when we're at the end. That's okay. That I think that's one of my biggest things. It's like she's been here for longer than we've known, and you're literally just inserting her right before yeah. the payoff for everything. Yeah. That to me feels a little cheap. I, it again, feels tacked on. Again, I don't know how they would have done it differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's maybe it's just one of those things. It's just a hard, hard like, thing to do. What are you do? supposed
0: to do? We didn't make a female-led film, so, but it's not the right time, so let's not make a female-led film. I, with uh, that being said, maybe she also like laid the groundwork for another movie that we're going to talk about. But before we do that,
2: we got to talk about Endgame. It's the biggest movie. Like I think, I think the
1: greatest thing that ever happened to cinema.
2: I think it's just it has to be the biggest movie, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, of all time.
0: It's like, for me, Return of the Jedi, Return of the King. It's bigger it's- than the movie before it. Maybe arguably not as good,
2: but it, it's got to wrap up a lot of stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. So and I, I think it sticks. Yeah. I think it sticks to the line. I think
1: it does a better job than Return of the Jedi does in Star Wars.
2: Really? Yeah. That is... <laughs> uh, Gabe Why? It was,
0: like, physically aghast <laughs> at that. Unpack that.
1: No, I feel like it it just does a better job in doing that. I mean... Because you guys put me on spot, man. Yeah, you know, that, like, I
2: mean, you said it. I want to know <laughs> why well, yeah. okay. you you you're calling out. You're calling out one of my favorite movies
0: of all time. So you're gonna have to explain it.
1: Okay, so it does a better job than Return. Of, I mean, sorry, Return of the Jedi. In in in, in right. I There's don't, no
0: Ewoks. Is that what it is? Is it's that
1: because of the whole Ewoks? Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't do as good a job as Return of the King.
0: Okay, that's interesting. I actually. Would say the opposite. I say I think it does a better job than know, Return of the King. No, because I think
1: Return of the King, for me is like the best movie to end in the trilogy. Okay. That's um For me that's a hot take game. Also, Return of the King is the best one of the trilogy. I would be honest with you. What? I think Return of the King's extended edition is the best one of the It's
2: my favorite one. I'm not I don't know if it's the best film. I not It's not either of
1: mine. It's not I don't think it's the best and it's not my favorite. Of the tril- of the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the best one. Um, I but I do the reason why I think it's it's Return of the King does it better is because I think that Infinity War is better than Endgame. Mm-hmm. But you need, you need you need each other. You can't really alley oop each other. Okay. Um, I just think that the it's like the Godfather part one and two. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Maybe. Guess I have to think about it. You yeah, have to think about it. It's getting late. Getting late
2: <laughs> How does it wrap? Because there's more stuff to wrap?
1: Yeah, it just does a better job wrapping it in my I
2: mean I don't think you can fault I think here's my
0: gripe with Not R- only does Return it... of the King. Here's my gripe with Return of the King.
1: Oh wait, which, which movie were we talking about? We're talking I, about like Yeah, who I
0: thought
1: we were talking about. Endgame. We've lost the
0: plot. There's only one return. Okay. That's right. And it's of the Jedi. Um Return of the King has like four endings because it has to wrap up everything. And I think that that, that bogs it down. I think Endgame wraps it in a nice little bow you know it puts closure on everyone's story simultaneously you know it does it neatly and i don't think it bogs down the film i think it tells a lot of plot the thing about endgame is that i had no idea where that movie was going i was just like i had no idea what was gonna go into the movie and i i i couldn't even bother to guess. i had no idea yeah and not all of it makes sense and you know what ultimately that's what makes infinity war a better movie because I think if you nitpick and you go through it, there's plot holes I there. In the time yeah, travels. yeah. <laughs> the time. You can wave wink. your hand and like whatever. It's time travel, so it doesn't make sense any. Oh, I love that the wink and the nod. Like none of this makes sense. Like the movie yeah. literally states it. But with that being said, um, you just have to kind of just accept.
2: I think Endgame has an impossible task. Yeah, but absolutely. I think
0: and I think it does it because it's like, okay, Return of the King had to wrap up three movies. Return of the Jedi had to wrap up three movies. Uh, Endgame has to wrap up like what 20 plus movies, yeah, and it does it. yeah, it succeeds. You know
1: what? Here you go, you convince me on that one, okay. You convince me on that one, all right. It, it's able to, it, it wraps up 20 plus movies.
0: That's gonna be a feather in my cap tonight, okay. So, Avengers Endgame, that's it, that's the end of phase three. No, Sony has to release a Spider Man movie in 2019. We have to get the
2: last word, and you
1: me. know what? I feel like. I mean, you know, I felt bad for uh, Ant-Man and Wasp coming down mm-hmm. after Infinity War. Yeah, I do not feel bad for Far From Home. Far From Home was, yeah. It was.
0: I had my doubts. I was like, how do you go to how do you go right around? Yeah.
2: I watched, after I finished Endgame, which um, I'm, I um, i do not know if I'm not, I'm not really proud of it, but mm-hmm. I watched the movie theater like so many times and it was a three hour movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. It had to have been like 10. I think I watched Infinity War more,
0: which is almost like a three hour movie, right? It was really yeah. long like two and a half or something. I watched Infinity War a buttload of times. But Endgame, I had already learned my lesson because I had I think I literally saw Infinity War a dozen times in the movie theater that by the time Endgame was like I'm gonna have to paste this out. Because now the Marvel movie marathon had become like a yearly tradition at least. So it was like I'm gonna watch this movie a bunch of times in my life. I do not need to watch it. I probably watched it half a dozen times but
2: it's actually funny with Endgame I put my phone to record like a voice memo, yeah, and it, like recorded like all our genuine reactions. Really? Yeah, and I thought that was so. Like, I I like I heard it back one day, and I'm just like, man, it was like hearing like when Portals happens, when a bunch of different stuff. Like I can recall it like vividly. Portals is the snap, right, of Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Just a happy version. Yeah. It's it's almost like giving us back what we lost. Man. I mean, no, it's not almost. It's literally that. That's literally. I mean, what... P- Portals just. I can't compare it to anything. There's literally, I don't know. Take this Transformers movie. I don't want to get sacrilegious, but. <laughs> I've actually taught some that. Biblical, there's some. No, biblical I've actually taught that about the biblical. <laughs> <laughs> no, biblical. It's like b-
1: b- b- biblical, b- biblical proportions. proportions. It's b- a biblical proportion. What you yeah. thought was sacrilegious, I've actually taught that <laughs> b- <laughs> b- <laughs> biblical. In pro- it's a, it was In an event class, of biblical yeah. proportions. Yeah.
0: So, Far From Home has that enviable task and it hits a home run.
1: You know why? Let me tell you why I think it.
0: Jake Chillinghall? Zendaya Zendaya, Zendaya. I, knew Zendaya.
1: I knew it I knew, I knew it was going
2: it's
0: Paul Rudd and Zendaya we were, she was already in the movie <laughs> okay she is Boom. great her role has expanded Tom Holland is charming as ever Jake Gyllenhaal finally gets the role that he that he wanted the right role to show up in a Marvel movie they do great with Mysterio more than I'd ever yeah, imagined. I
1: think do so great with him.
0: yeah they introduce the multiverse then they rip it away from us at that point I was like oh we're not gonna do multiverse
2: yeah because it's like, hey, we're giving you this psych. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you can never really doubt them. What I did really like about this was we're like on that journey with Peter. We like, obviously, like you said, we see him grow up and things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But we are also going through his experience of losing Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's his experience is our experience. I mean, Tony's,
2: Tony's my favorite Avengers in the MCU. And that hit me hard. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of like. I kind of That's felt iconic too I, I kind of felt like it was like it was coming him dying Mm-hmm. but like someone took because I, I, I took a bunch of my friends for Endgame. like i I bought it like two rows in the theaters, right, and so there's a video of me in like a full Iron Man helmet that I bought in preparation for this movie with my head in my hands after that happened, and it, I don't know it just it just hit me hard, so going to far from home, I was kind of just like, man, do I really want to do this am I do I really want it's to get back like into It's almost like attending this? the funeral of Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And so, but man, Far From Home was something that I didn't know I needed, and it, it really it it helped. And how did we get here? Ten
0: years, twenty plus films. We didn't care about Tony Stark, and now it's like losing a loved one. Yep. No, I love you, three thousand. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <sighs> the catharsis of every loss in your life the loss of loved ones being distilled in this moment in the death of a man in a suit of armor. It's not unlike the stories we told in old English tales centuries and even millennia ago, Sir Gawain, King Arthur, and those archetypes continuing to be developed throughout generations and retold back to us. This phase, phase three, where we see The young men and women grow, get older, and either fall to the folly of their decisions or meet the expectations and the true valor that they were called to uphold, fighting against an almost unseemable battle against evil and coming out on the other side of it. In many ways, that's what we face each and every day, and as our lives go on. And as we go on, we'll continue to explore the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what the stories that
3: are told through it mean to us in our lives. Until then, keep searching.